Hello everybody and welcome back to Just Take the L, hosted by yours truly, Lola Clinton Hayward. Now, you can probably guess what this podcast is today based on the title. But I today I will be talking about red flags in boys in particular, toxic masculinity, learning how to love yourself after heartbreak and also I wasn't going to put this in, but I was just literally about to fall asleep last night and I was like, I want to do a quick segment on toxic friends. It probably will be elaborated on further in the future, but I was like, I want to throw it in there. So I'm going to throw it in there. So if you want to hear about that stuff, continue to listen. So I have a theory and I may be wrong in this theory. It's just what I believe, but I also wish that I had this theory a couple years ago. It would have saved a lot of stress and a lot of wasted time. So my theory is when a boy calls his ex or exes psycho for no, for no particular reason, like they haven't gone and smashed up his house or whatever, just called his ex or exes psycho, that that is such a red flag and it's actually a form of emotional manipulation. Now, you're probably thinking, Lola, emotional manipulation from calling his ex a psycho? Like, that seems a bit extreme. That seems a bit drastic. Does it though? Like, let me get into it. Tell me if you actually think it does after what I'm about to explain and what thing and theory I suddenly had. So, you're talking to a boy. You've never really talked to him before. You He hasn't done anything to display dishonesty and you have trust in him because he hasn't done anything to prove that you shouldn't have trust in him. So you're talking to this boy and he pulls out the usual sentence that loads of boys do and have probably said to you, oh, my ex or my exes were psycho. And you're like, oh, okay, like, damn, poor you, whatever. I guarantee you his exes were not psycho, but in fact, he had been a dickhead, probably cheated on them or something, and he was scared that they were going to talk because we all know, especially in small towns like where I'm from, girls talk, word gets around like wildfire, what wildfire, wildfire, <laughs> but word gets around and he is scared that world word will get around and to you his new talking stage or his new girlfriend and they're going to actually tell you the real truth and what happened and how he acted how he treated them but you're going to turn around to the person or if you've heard it from someone and be like no like he didn't do that I don't believe you like his ex was a psycho like honey if especially if this has been said to you recently his ex probably was not a psycho he was just a dickhead like he has already trained you into thinking and believing that his ex was a psycho so you wouldn't believe the stuff that you're hearing that is probably the truth and I this has happened to me I hadn't believed someone and I had heard so much things from other people and I was like no like that's not true like no, like, I fully trust him, that's not true, oh honey, it was true, and it took me a while, and I probably could have gotten myself, and not wasted as much time, if I had actually listened, and not believed that said, uh, said exes were psycho, 
it just was me trying to look for the good in others and just basically believing and because I had no I had no other reasons not to believe him and I just wish that someone had said that to me earlier so girls listening if he says his ex or exes are psycho they are most likely not he is just an asshole who probably treated them shittily and also will probably treat you the exact same so be careful us girls really do need to stick together on that front and there may be a few Chinese whispers but if you're hearing the exact same thing from multiple people it's probably not Chinese whispers so if this is being said to you recently just leave it like just try excommunicate yourself that is a red flag and don't let that turn into a green flag just because he may have the curly hair on a guy you wanted or stuff like that I feel like us girls look and we see a red flag but we're like they have other qualities that we like and we're like oh red looks a bit green to me no make sure it looks red 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 (laughs) okay you will thank me later (laughs) Okay, now, on to toxic masculinity and just my advice and stuff like this for it, especially if you're a boy listening and also girls listen on because I feel like you will tend to agree with a lot of stuff I say. But toxic masculinity, I feel like that's been such a well-known subject recently. It's such a thing because you've got big influential people like you've got Harry Styles, Vinnie Hacker, Timothy Chalamet and the guy from Manskin more recently that haven't adhered to toxic masculinity and they're really open to a feminine side and boys it is extremely good if you're thinking I don't want to dress like that or I don't want to be like that like oh that's first okay let me just uh, intervene here Firstly, when boys also say, oh, that's so girly or that's so gay, that is so insulting and it's so homophobic and sexist if you think about it. Like, why is that so gay and, oh, you're acting like a girl, an insult? Like, what? I don't even know how to explain that because it's so stupid. And if you're one of those boys that have said or still do say that's so gay or you're acting like such a girl please remove yourself from my life because I will block your ass I do not want to talk to you if that's actually what you're like okay now moving on so I feel like loads of boys don't like portraying their feminine side because they're actually just too insecure and it doesn't make sense like it especially it doesn't make sense in the aspect I'm going a bit off topic now but when you've got, say, say you've got a group of boys and one of the boys in the group decides he wants to start dressing a bit more feminine, maybe paint his nails, um, etc. Not the usual, typical, oh, like, masculine, whatever, which is so dumb. But, and their friends are just being so overly critical, like, not, not critical in a sense of, oh, they asked for my brutal honesty, he asked for my brutal honesty on an outfit critical, because I do ask my friends on my outfits, like, oh, what does this look like? And I expect brutal honesty back, not meanness, though. Being, insulting them and being like, what the hell and stuff, that's not helping anybody. Like, it's really not, and it actually just shows that you're insecure and stuff, if you feel the need to overly insult someone based on what they want to do. Like, it's quite sad in a sense so if you're a boy listening 
and you want to maybe dress a bit more feminine, you want to paint your nails, or stuff like that, do it. Fuck your insulting friends. They're assholes. Um, just do it. And also, I feel like it's so much more attractive when a boy differs from the typical masculinity, or not even masculinity, but it's just, it's attractive when a boy ha- like what has his own mindset and is a confident and secure enough to do what he wants to do and not base it off what is the given stereotype for a boy in his area or whatever like whether that's dressing how you want or having goals like I feel like it all kind of goes into like a bit of like toxic masculinity and it just it's sad in a sense and also have you boys not noticed that most girls these days have massive crushes on the likes of boys who show their feminine <laughs> me trying to pronounce that who show their femininity don't know if I pronounced that right like Timothy Chalamet Vinnie Hacker Manskin like boys will be rude to other boys that their friends are for painting their nails except do they even know that their favorite rappers paint their nails like or you ask them like oh I don't know, like, who's their style inspo? And they'll name out a big rapper. And then you go look at the rapper. Rapper? And they dress quite feminine. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, just, I guess it's all wrapping into the one, like, try to be yourself, be unique. Whether that's you want to dress feminine, you don't want to dress feminine. I think it kind of all goes into the accepting of others, of how whoever wants to dress. Like, if it's no burden on you, and they're not, if they're not doing anything that directly affects you in a negative way why do you care like if so if you're if your own preference is not to dress feminine which a lot of boys aren't that's okay it's when you start hating on others for doing it like that's the toss that's the toxic masculinity showing through now that was a real mouthful that topic but on to heartbreak Woo! i feel like we've all kind of experienced this and if you haven't I'm so jealous, (laughs) but heartbreak. I'd like to also say that this refers to anyone who has been dumped or has been the one dumping because everyone moves on in their different ways. Whether they were in a relationship for one month or one year, people dwell and move on differently and you can't put a certain time limit or time frame to when they will fully move on. And also, this re- if you are the one dumping someone, some people may look at it as, oh, like they dumped them, they're so over whoever, the girl or boy or whatever. But that is so untrue because if they had to break up with someone because they disrespected their own boundaries or they did something, like they cheated on someone, of course they're still going to hurt. They just respected themselves enough to leave the relationship that wasn't doing anything for them. And if you are one of those people who found it hard but did leave a toxic relationship, especially if you've been with the person for a very long time, I'm so proud of you. Fair play. I'm so proud that you had your own judgment and you respected yourself enough to leave the toxic environment. But now, how to get on with your life and how to move and grow on from the person. And I feel like this refers to change because when you leave a relationship, it is a change. More or like more likely or less, you 
have spent an immense amount of time with said person and it's the change you're not going to have someone now for the current time being that you're going to receive morning texts or you're not going to have anyone checking up on you or asking you to go for walks or whatever it may be you're not going to have that person anymore and that is the change that is the change that you need to learn how to move on with and it is hard it is hard and I don't even know if I'd put a time limit on it it really depends how much you actually fell for the person and it's sad but it's true and personally I feel like everyone will give different advice on this and some people have different things like some people have the reasoning of oh to get over someone is to get under someone else and personally I don't necessarily believe that I am not that type of person but if you are the type of person everyone copes in their own different way and it shouldn't be frowned upon if some if you see someone out of a relationship say going off with someone else straight away I don't think necessarily it shows a lack of respect oh if they get into a relationship with a person I think okay you could have waited a bit but if their coping mechanism is to get under someone else quite literally you can't blame the person like that's how they cope we all cope so differently but one thing I'd like to slip in there if the person they are getting under is in fact one of those people that you too have talked about and I feel like everyone has certain people that you know they're they told you it wasn't the person you had to worry about now I have a bit of a different approach to that one if you're in a relationship and they said that there was like say I feel like every relationship has a few people that the boy or girl are like oh you don't have to worry about them like no they're just my friend and whatever and you're always a bit weary a bit like mm, are they though and the person they are in fact getting under is them oh I'd be so pissed like I'd be absolutely raging so I feel like that's a bit of a different thing but if it's a random person or whatever it's their coping mechanism but personally I feel my coping mechanism for heartbreak or whatever is to keep busy and it is true because if you're sat alone in your bedroom the full time and you're going to be overthinking you're going to be like sad and all your emotions are going to come at you especially if you're by yourself and it's just not a fun feeling so personally I kept myself busy I was in school and I started to really my I started to study more started to actually do my homework I was living my best life I was getting all the good grades I started to go to the gym I started to go to the gym so fucking much like I mean so much I was kind of using the gym as like a bit of a therapy like it was kind of anger relief because you can't tell me that you go to the gym and if you're annoyed about something you cannot tell me that you don't have a much better workout because I feel like you're fueled by it like my best workout is when I'm annoyed at someone if someone has done me wrong done me dirty I will go to the gym and I will let out my anger while weightlifting or while running so fast it's just like that is how I let it go and that mixed in with just bettering yourself like looking and realizing start get grab a book especially if you're a girl grab a book or a boy actually fuck never mind what I just said get a book look at self-growth and keep yourself busy I 100% and you will have times where you'll think you're doing okay you may have not cried in two weeks or a week and you're like wow like I'm over him I'm over her and then suddenly it might be three weeks later and it's been a random night you're literally just watching a comedy movie in your bedroom and you break down crying 
and you're like what the hell why am I crying and it's dead ass just because you miss the person or you miss the attention and I feel like we hate to admit that but you do miss attention like if you're getting given attention 24 7 everyone's checking up on you the person's checking up on you all the time you have someone to talk to and then suddenly you don't have that it is a change itself so I feel like all those emotions can hit someone at once so for me personally if you're going through heartbreak keep yourself busy whether that is taking up a new hobby working on yourself meditating just write your goals also write goals that you want to achieve hobby wise whatever and if you're striving towards something you won't have the you actually won't have the time to dwell on the person because you're so busy and yes you may dwell on them from time to time but it will not be half as extreme as if you're by yourself doing nothing dwelling thinking what what could I have done different basically just imagining a new person in your head from the one you actually broke up with or got broken up with so my advice is to keep busy but also don't be mean to other people who have different coping mechanisms as I said such as getting under someone else unless let's say the person they told you not to worry about that is my 100% advice keep yourself busy now I only want to touch on this quite briefly but I had like a bit of a what's it called when you have a bit of like you just have a sudden vision for something oh my gosh the word is going to come from it's going to come to me when I'm done the podcast but toxic friends and toxic friends are quite easy to spot I actually think I used to not be able to see a toxic friend but I feel like I've seen and I've listened to so many things and read so many books and I've noticed things and one thing that stands out so in particular for me is when a friend is not happy for your success and they deem everything as like competition. Oh my god, it is actually one of the worst friendships to have. It's not even as simple as a friend going behind and bitching about you behind your back. Yes, that's toxic. It's not good. But oh my god, when you have when a friend has like a competitive streak with you, but it's so low key that it's not talked about. Oh my god, it's horrible. And like how do you even bring it up with someone? Like like I feel like I've had this and it's horrible because you're like you're low key overthinking and I'd be thinking is it just me or like, mm, are they trying to compete with me? Like say, or actually this is, I feel like this links as well. This is like competing in a relationship boy sense or whatever. But when you have those friends that you may say, you may just tell them, right, I'm talking to this boy, whatever. And they're like, oh, show me a picture. So you show them a picture, say on Visco, whatever. And then a day, two days later, your friend's like, oh my god, they followed me. And you're like, oh, that's a bit weird. Like, okay, like, how did they even find you? And you're like, oh, I follow, like, they're like, oh, I follow them. It's like, why would you purposely follow the person I'm talking to? Like, oh my god, can you be any more of a bitch? Like, I get friends follow boy, like, their friends' boyfriends, but that's when you're actually in a relationship, not when you're in the talking stage. Like, who actually, or they might try text them, or they might be like, oh, well, or you get these friends that are like, oh, well, like, I was talking to him, like, two months ago, or whatever. Okay, there's probably a fucking reason he's not talking to you now, you spiteful bitch. 
but excuse all the language but it actually infuriates me like or say I don't know those friends like I'm trying to think of something like okay say you were so proud that you ran 5k in 30 minutes that is actually quite fast thinking about it but say you ran 5k in 30 minutes I don't think I can do it but whatever but and your friend and you say to your friend you've been working towards this and you're like to your friend oh guess what like I finally ran 5k in 30 minutes and they're like oh that's cute like I can run it and I can run it in 25 like why so mean like be proud of me like even if you could run it in fucking five minutes be like oh my gosh like that's so good like I'm so proud of you for working towards that like what is the point like it's actually so it's so tiring having friends like that like you actually just want to punch them 24 7 but I guarantee if you brought it up with them being like oh why are you always trying to be in competition with me they deny it and I feel like that just shows how insecure they are that they always need to drag you down and that they actually don't have any of their own goals for themselves like oh my gosh, stop trying to steal everything I have and stop trying to be better than me. Focus on yourself. Like, like people are always going to be more successful than you. And it's so sad to see friends dragging down friends or trying to steal boyfriends of other friends. Like just, if you don't like what they're doing so much and you don't like how they're like having success in whatever area that is, just stop talking to them and stop being their friend because you're not being a friend. If anything, you're literally being the same. Keep your enemies closer. What's it, what's it, what's the saying? Keep your friends close and keep your enemies close. So you're literally like an enemy. Like a friend wouldn't try seek competition or try, steek, try steal your mans or just try be better than you in every aspect. A friend should have their own goals. If they happen to be the same goals, fair play, but they should also be, they should also be so happy to see you succeed. And if they're not being happy and trying to see you succeed and they're trying to just one-up you all the time cut them loose and it's going to be probably quite hard because they may have been your friend for years and years or they could have been your friend for a month it really doesn't make a difference if they're starting to act like this now it's not going to get better because their self-esteem is actually so low that they feel the need to always compete with someone and sadly you are that person even though you're meant to be a friend or a best friend and the best advice I can give is cut them off Again, this is going to be hard. It may actually be harder than the heartbreak I just talked about because I feel like actually losing a big friendship is harder because you don't just have the romantic side. You have so many, You may have so many more mem- memories friendship-wise and they may have been the person that you leaned on when you went into a heartbreak. And I think losing a friendship is so much sadder, but if it is necessary and if it is actually putting like just a whole thing of negativity on you because you feel like you're always in competition you've got to let them go and you may bring it up with them and just be straight up and say right like I don't feel like you're treating me the way that I should be treated I feel like we're always in competition and it's not from my side it's from your side and more than likely they're never going to admit to that they're not actually going to want they're not going to want to admit to themselves that they seek competition in you because they don't actually 
acknowledge their own success they have to look and be better than everyone else and it's so sad but they probably won't actually know where you're coming from and they're going to be like what the fuck or whatever like I'm not like this like I can't believe you're doing this to me and stuff and they might try turn it and being like you're being the toxic one like we've been friends for years and years you're not being the toxic one if they're the one acting like this and they probably won't acknowledge it and that's just something that you're going to let happen and they might go to their other friends and talk shit about you or whatever but that's that's them they're going to hopefully go through their own self-love and self-growth journey but sadly it will not probably be with you in it and if they do come back in maybe a few months or a couple years and they have a whole new perspective and they have their own new morals and they're not always seeking competition with other people yes you can let them back into your life 100% but also be very weary of them and yeah I just feel like everyone does have these friends and it's actually so much more sad when you didn't know you had these friends and then something may have happened which opened your eyes a bit and you're like wow right okay and yeah I just feel like sometimes or times in the past I wish someone had just said that to me or also what I'm going to slip in there as well which is another thing that really pisses me off we're so-called friends I don't have these type of friends and if you could see me I'm doing quotation marks with my fingers um anymore because of their behavior but friends that when you're in public or you're with a group of people or boys or whatever they bring up embarrassing moments like literally embarrassing moments that makes themselves look better and make you look worse that is actually so low and it actually it shows their true colors it also I feel like it interlinks with competition that they feel that they need to compete with you and it's so sad like literally you could be out and you're enjoying yourself and they're like they're into the group like oh my gosh guess what I don't know guess what Lola did or Lola did this in the past ha 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 but they're not being funny. Like if it was actually a funny joke, like I don't know. I'm I'm the clumsiest person you will ever meet. Like I'm that person where I have fallen downstairs, like at a, like at a shopping center and stuff, and like literally landed on the floor. I've like walked into poles. Like if it's something funny like that, and they know that I'm totally like I don't care. Like it's not like it's embarrassing, but like not in a mean way. Like if they're like, oh my god, like Lola literally just fell downstairs. I'd be like, oh fair. Like I'm such an idiot. But if it's something like you're actually embarrassed of and they bring it up or like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example, but I feel like you know what I'm on about. But it's so sad, but you're going to have to let that friend go because that's just sad in their account that they don't have that much. Like they're so insecure that they feel the need to do that with their so-called friend. So I feel like I'm going to leave the podcast there for today and I hope you enjoyed and I hope you'll take some advice from that with certain subjects or people because I really wish I had this knowledge and this insight a good couple years ago it would have saved me a lot of time so especially if you're a bit younger and you're starting to see different sort of things that I mentioned maybe red flags maybe you're seeing traits of a toxic friend this is your time to acknowledge it before you get even more into it and they might try keep you as a friend longer and longer and the competition is going to go longer whatever and also I hope you now look at your group of friends if you're a boy and look around and see who actually judges you and see who accepts you and that also goes for girls it really is just about who is a true friend and who accepts you for you
but yeah I hope you enjoyed listening and come back next week for a new po- for a new podcast and also text me on Instagram I always have suggestion boxes up for things you want to be talked about and follow my main Instagram underscore Lola CH and then I have the just take the L podcast Instagram in my bio but I hope you have a great week thank you